Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Welcome to this episode of the Self Made Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a love hate relationship. It is not with your phone, though I'm sure you have that, but it is with change, something we all face whether we want to or not. I think humans love, hate, change. And I'm going to show you how to embrace it and learn to maybe not love it, but deal with it. Because you know what? Shift happens. Shift happens in life. And life doesn't just happen to you. You happen to it. So you get to decide how you react to shifting, to changing, and decide if you're going to roll with it and embrace it as innovation or look at it and be angry at it as something being taken away from you. And by the way, this is not just you. Like, this is not a comment on you. This is a comment on everyone. Like, watch this happen. Okay. Let's talk about someone you benefit from in your daily life that you think is amazing, that you admire as a human. Thomas Edison, inventor of so many things, the light bulb. And when you hear that story about how the light bulb failed 1000 times before he got it to work, you are like, whoa, you go, dude. Like that is amazing. I admire you. You lit up the world. And there's beautiful ways that people talk about it. Like quotes from him were like, I didn't fail 999 times. I learned 999 times how to make a light bulb work. And when we hear about that, we celebrate entrepreneurs and innovation. We love failure for other people. We love the lure of Silicon Valley, which is talking about Facebook, where their mantra in the early days was fail fast, you know, go fast and break things. And we believe that you got to just try it and you got to fail and you got to keep going. And we know the speed of change is, is tremendous whether that's Moore's law. And we're talking about every 18 months, uh, the technology rapidly advancing and what that powers for our world with creating personal computers and smartphones and apps. And it just transforms everything. And in many ways, we really love it. We love that life can be more convenient, but then we also kind of hate it because life can be more hectic. The business that existed last year is no longer relevant. How do you make sure that when you're faced with this, you feel not like Blockbuster, but more like Netflix? And that is something that really has to do with us embracing as humans the reality that what worked for you yesterday is not guaranteed to work for you tomorrow. And frankly, that is more true today in business. Now, if we're talking about health, like eating vegetables was a good idea yesterday and it's still a good idea today and it's going to be a good idea tomorrow. But if we're talking about business, uh, serving your customers in a particular model, way, channel, yesterday may change today and will change tomorrow, right? Yahoo was the definitive search engine before Google came along. And I bet people at Google never get totally confident in the fact that they'll always be on top. If they do, they'll lose it and they'll be wrong because something else will change. Like, for example, Facebook, right? We saw that as the definitive social network. And now you see 
that the consumer has evolved and culture has evolved. And now people who are in their 20s like, don't have Facebook accounts. And so community is going to change. So when you think about how do I deal as a leader, as a person, and reconcile these two things, like people get all teary-eyed and enthusiastically head nod when visionary people say to think different, to test and learn, to fail fast, to innovate. But then they're these the same people that are saying, whoa, why are we waffling? Why are we always changing strategy? Wait a minute. I thought you said this and now we're doing this. Like we're exhausted. This is messy. What are we doing? Like Those two things are totally connected. And we just have to keep perspective that sometimes you fail. You don't get to know what the right iteration is on the path to change. You do know this. Stasis is death. Jeff Bezos says that all the time, right? I loved his letter to investors. You can Google this, look it up. It is amazing. It is about uh, how he always talks about day one. Today at Amazon is day one. Their campus, there's a street called day one. And someone asked him, well, what does, what does day two look like? And his answer to that was, was death. <laughs> Stasis is death. If you think that you're not always on the first day of inventing the future, you will quickly become irrelevant. So you've got to embrace this idea that, okay, it's day one, which means I don't know everything. I'm going to go try new things. I'm going to experiment. And I believe I have the confidence and the conviction that my history is going to inform me. Maybe I get to be more right than wrong. Sometimes I'm going to do a bunch of things that are going to work. But I believe that if you're going to be innovative, you have got to be failing sometimes. That means you're trying hard enough. It means that you're putting 10 new things to work and five of them are going to work. And that is so great, except you don't get to know which five going in and you've got to have the tenacity and the fortitude to embrace the five failures, not as failures, but as learning with curiosity versus frustration on, okay, isn't that interesting? What is this teaching me? What is this telling me? How would I iterate? How would I evolve? Trust me, as a person who's been in several startups, I always want the first answer to be the right answer. I want the next answer to be the right answer. I want there to be the magic button you push and it clicks and everything works. But I gotta tell you, my experience has told me that when I look around the world, that just really isn't true. When the world changes, you need to change with it. It takes experimentation. It inherently includes the frustration of failure and iteration. It inherently includes rallying people back together and saying, it's okay. We can be nimble. We can get through this. Let's hold hands. Let's learn. Let's listen. Let's listen to our customers. Let's, let's try different things. Let's be aware of competition and market forces. Let's not copy them, but let's certainly be aware of them. Let's let that all factor into our world. Let's do our research. Let's do our work and let's go. So just remind yourself to embrace change because wouldn't it be terrible if you were with a company that wasn't changing? Right. If you were with a company that wanted to believe it was day two, if you were in a business or a position where you thought you could just be a horse and buggy forever, <laughs> because you know you can't. I look at disruption and models that have gone out of business. And I will say this, like Toys R Us, does that not hold a soft spot in your heart? I mean, I had literally one of my life's greatest moments in the aisle at Toys R Us where Tatum was a baby. She was a, not a baby. She was a toddler. 
Um, well, she's probably like four. Okay. The older she gets, the more I'm like, that's my baby. But she was madly in love with monster high girl dolls. Okay. Maybe she was five, six. I don't know. (laughs) But the point was they had this giant aisle of monster high girl dolls and there was scares from Paris and she would go down the aisle and she would see a new doll and she'd go, Oh my gosh, I have to have this. It's so rare. It's so rare. And Chad and I would be looking at each other. It's my husband. And we would laugh because she's saying like, this is so rare. And then it was like in this giant mega store aisle of like 1000 of the same items. We're like, well, it's not that rare. But of course our baby, we're like, oh, you are so cute. And we always say, it's so rare, like scares from Paris. Okay. I digress. I went on a little mom chain there. My point was, that's how I bought kids, my kids presents until I didn't, until I bought them from Amazon, <laughs> like because convenience was on offer and it's not Amazon's fault. It's like the customer voted with their dollars and they decided I, I'm the one that put Toys R Us out of business in a way because I choose to shift my dollars to shop more conveniently with Amazon Prime. But you know what? In a way, it's not my fault as a consumer because Toys R Us could have changed. They could have put in a bowling alley. They could have put in a mommy and me and doll hairdressing studio like American Girl Doll did. They could have innovated, right? Blockbuster could have been Netflix. But if you are resistant to change, if you have a culture where people get so frustrated and so mad that what worked yesterday doesn't work today because it's scary, because it's frightening, because we tried one quarter and now it's not working, then you're going to be the roadkill of the past rather than the company of the future. So embrace it as human nature, embrace the constant you know paradox of love, hate, change, guide people through it with love and humanity and adventure and embrace and communicate. We're going to test this. And if we find this result, we'll know we've been successful. If we find this result, hey, we don't need to be wrong for long. We're going to not do that anymore. And we're going to go do something else. That's not waffling. That's innovating. That's not just changing for the sake of change. That's improvement. (laughs) And that's a good thing. Now, you're looking at yourself. And if you're a solopreneur running your own business, I want you to take action on this concept of love-hate change. I want you to write down in two columns, right? These are the things I'm doing today. And these are the things I'm not doing today that other people are now doing. Now, if you're building a brand and it's on social media, you may say, I'm marketing myself on Facebook. I have not embraced Pinterest or Instagram. This is just one example. This could be a million other things in your business, but just look around. And if I were starting the business today, what would I likely do to reach customers? If I were starting it 10 years ago, what worked for me? And let me ask myself, am I doing these things because of inertia? And am I frustrated that I'm getting less results? Or am I trying and experimenting to learn new things that are working for other people in other ways and being curious and willing to be a beginner, willing to be a failure, not willing to look for instant gratification and saying, oh, that didn't work this first time, forget it, I'm out. Versus being curious, looking for the clues that other people's success will leave, embracing change as a constant, and continuing to learn. I know that it is tough I kind of hate change too. I hate it that my babies get older, but then I also kind of love it too. Because one day I'm going to spend Mother's Day in a spa with them because they'll be old enough to go. But I'll always be sad that they don't want to hug me anymore like they used to. Right? It's actually part of your entire life. I love being older and wiser, but I actually kind of hate being older and just older. <laughs> so change is constant. The world is changing you know, and, and you're changing with it. And look at that as the beautiful organic nature of who you are, of growth, of capability. 
preach the joys of change to your organization, to your community, to the people around you. And together, we will make sure with an open mind and an animal nature that change is for the better. Because after all, my friend, you are self-made and you decide what changes for the good with an open mind and trying new things. If you liked this episode of the Self-Made Podcast, then won't you change things for us by changing the reviews we have online and adding another one? That's a good change. And it will just take you a second and we'd be so super grateful for wherever you get your podcast, just weigh in and also share this and your thoughts and your reactions. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about what you've evaluated and what you decided to change. So post it on social media and tag me at Jessica Heron, hashtag self media podcast. Or if you want to go old school email, then just email at Jessica podcast at Stella.com. Thanks everybody.